Today's daf is daf mem hey. We are holding at the two dots. It's about three, four lines before the lines get wide on the Dalit Amid base. The teku. There's those two dots yep. right there. Okay. I'm a Rabbi Avahu. Shana li Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan taught me that Evet Sheyotza Acha Rabbi Lusuria. So the case is that the master went to Surya. Surya is Aram Tsova. So Rashi says for the laws of Avodim, it's considered like Chutz Aretz. So the situation basically was that, an Ev- that a, the master of the Eved, of the Eved Kanani, left Eretz Yisrael to go to Surya. And when the Eved followed him, we're going to see the Eved, it seems, on his own volition, followed the master there, the master turned around and sold him in Surya to somebody else. To a, it doesn't matter. Somebody else. Now, we learned in the mission before that if you sell your Eved to Chutz Aretz, even to a Jew in Chutz Aretz, there is a penalty that the Eved automatically is released and, you, and if he's not, and, and if, if not, if you can't get away from the second, the second Adon, the first Adon has to go ahead and be pulled to him, and, uh, and you also have to ride a get. Shikhr means there's all these penalties here. Now, the point is that in this case, he never really sold him from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzla Eretz. He went with him to Surya, and in Surya he sold him to someone else. Yet we see it's got the same halachic status as what? As if he sold him from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzla Aretz. All right. So Yatzel lecheretz. So that was the ruling that Rabbi Vohu says Rabbi Yechonon taught him. Vatani. says, but we have a brisa that Rabbi Chia taught. Kung Fakir. Rabbi Chia said Ibeid as a chusay is that it's a right that the Evid has to demand that he be released and demand that he go free if he was sold to Chutzla Aretz. And the same exact case, Rabbi Chia taught in Nebraska, is Ibed Ezechusa. Ibed Ezechusa means that the Knas doesn't kick in, that the Evid lost it. So how do we reconcile Rabbi Yochanan's teaching with the Brisa that was taught by Rabbi Chia? Everybody understand the question here? Is that technically, technically the Eved has a right to say, I don't want to go to Chutzlaret. The Gemara says in Ksuvus, is that you cannot force an Eved or an Isha to leave Eretz Yisrael. So the Eved had the right to say, I don't want to go with. Right? But... In the case of Rabbi Yochanan, what happened was, is that the Adon said, I'm coming back. The Adon told him, I'm only going for vacation, I'm only going for a business trip, but I'm coming back. So in such a case, that's why the Eved did not put up a fuss and demand, well, you can't take me out of Chazaz, why? Because the Adon's coming back. What happens is, once the Adon got to Surya, what did he do? He sold him. That's considered tantamount to selling him from Eretz Yisrael to Chutz Laaretz. In the case of the Bryser of Chia's case, is that the Adon was go- wasn't coming back. The Adon said, I'm going for good. The Eved, well, if he didn't want to go to Chutz Laaretz, at that point in time, what should he have said? No. I refuse to go. The fact he agreed to go, Ibed as a Chutz so if he gets sold at that point to somebody else over there, 
there's nothing he could do because if he really cared about being sold into Chutzla'aretz, when should he have protested? Before they left. Before they left. Right, because it wasn't going to be a temporary trip, it was a permanent trip. That's in such a case, even as a chusa. That's the way the Gemara reconciles the two. Now, the Hatanya Rashi has been a chusa. Hatanya is one of those words, most times it means as a question. The Hatanya, if you look at Rashi, usually you'll say betmiya. It's like asking as a question. But when it's not a question, when it's read simply as a support, as it's, like, as it states in the Brisa. Now, we're going to bring up Brisa, but before we see how it supports the Brisa supports the, the answer we just gave. We're going to have to tweak it because the Brisa itself has something that seems to be a little off. What does it say? It says, Yotza ha'eved acharaba l'surya. The Brisa starts off with the following statement. Yotza, Yotza implies that he's encouraged, that he should go with his master to Surya. And right away the Gemara jumps in before we even let you finish the Brisa. What do you mean? Since when is that... That he has to go with his master. Surya is in Chutzah The Evid we know, the Gemara says, the Mishra says in Suvis, is that what happens if you know that the master is going to Chutzah What should the Evid do? Say no. Say no. So what do you mean, Yod say? Yod says, It's almost like he should go. Pregg the Gemara, it's not enough for him not to go. It means you're not saying that's as an option. If he doesn't want to go, it means he has to go. You can't take everybody with you out into Chutzos. You can't take a Eved. You can't take an Isha. Ella says, obviously the Girsa is a problem. You have to drop the Vav. It doesn't say Yotze. What should it state? Yatsa. Yatsa. In the past. But here it is. Yatsa ha'eved acharabu l'surya u'machro. And if the rabbo has sold him sham, im das rabbo l'achzor, if when the rab originally was going into bubble made it known that he's coming right back, so then kaifin oisa, then the rab has done something wrong because the evet only went along thinking this is a temporary trip. Therefore, if he sells him, that's considered like selling him from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaaretz and kaifin rabbo, then you force the rabbo to let him go, etc. But in Eindaz Rabbalachzer, however, if it was a permanent trip and was made clear from the get-go, then the Evid had within his rights to say what? I want to stay. I don't want to go. And the fact that he did not protest, he relinquished the right that, that when, the, when, the, when the, what's his name? When the uh, Adon sells him to a second guy, the sale goes through, there's nothing he can do. So Eindkof and Ozen, in such a case, we cannot force the Adon to let him go. Amrav Anon. So Anand said like this, Shma'is minei de Mar Shmuel. I heard from Mar Shmuel. Mar Shmuel is the great Shmuel. He said, Tarti. He taught us two rulings. Alright? We're going to see. What are the two rulings? Chadohach. One is the din of the Mishnah that said that if you sell an Eved from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzla Oretz. Alright? Kofin also. Alright? That means... We force. Now, we already said before, who gets forced to release the Evid? Adon Rishon or Adon Shani? Adon Rishon. Incorrect. No. It's Adon Shani because the Mechira is a good Mechira. He owns the Evid, the second fellow. Ah, and therefore, Lechora, it means if he sells it to sell, we we force the Shtar Shechur yeah. to be written by, by the, the second fellow. That's what we said, right? Over there, yeah, it's like yeah. this, right? Yeah. Now, Lechora, let's just keep this in mind for a second. Think about the Kesef of the Mechira. Right? Who has the money for the sale of the Evid? The first one the receives first the guy. money. Yeah. The first guy receives the money. Right. The Gemara right now assumes 
that the first one is, see, if the sale is a good sale and you're forcing the second guy to, to release the Evid, I, I the spoke before, we're not forcing the first guy to go and give a redeem or give, the, the second guy has to do it. So it's mashma that the Mechira is a good Mechira, right? Because the, 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 how do we know the Mechira is a good Mechira? Because you're not requiring the first guy to release the Evid. Who do you rely to release the Evid? The person that they want to write the Shah Shikra, the one who owns the Evid. So obviously, we view the Mechira as a good Mechira, and still we force the second guy to release. Well, if the Mechira is a good Mechira, then what happens? Who has the money then? Supposedly the first The one first guy keeps the money, right? Just keep that in mind. That would be seemingly the, the point, right? The Idah, what's the second thing that Shmuel taught, uh, Rav, uh, uh that, that, who was it, Rav Anan? That uh, Shmuel taught Rabbanon, what was the second thing? The Itmar, we said like this. The case is a very interesting case. Shemitah, what happens in the Shemitah year? All lands, all, all ancestral land, go back to the original owner. Now when they go back to the owner, there's no money to exchange hands. Okay? You know that you're selling something in the, for the, uh, up to the point that Shemitah then reverses it. So here's a good Mechir. What happens if somebody actually sold something on the Shemitah? It's the middle of Shemitah. And somebody, Ruben sells Shimon at an ancestral property. What happens like this? So Mara says like this. Rav says the mechanics are that the Mechira is a good Mechira, but it's instantaneously, as soon as the Mechira goes through, it goes back to the, the land goes back. Shmuel Amar ain't a mechira. Shmuel says no, that it's not a mech, it's not a mechira call iker at all, right? Shmuel makes the following call v'chaimer. He says that if a, something that was a mechira is uh, is is returned, yeah. then obviously. Then if you try and make a mechira, it's not going to be able to be mechira. Now, the point is, what's going to be with the money? That's the Shiloh we're going to discuss over here. I mean, according to Rav, Rav seems to say that the mechira is a good mechira, but it goes back. It's much, when you say the mechira is a good mechira, then the money doesn't go back. That's right, that seems... Shmuel says it's not a good mechira. Now, the, 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 we're going to see two svaras. But one Swara Pashat's Mashma, if it's not a good Mechira, it's like a Mech of Taos, then what should happen? The there is going to be a Swara, even in Shmuel, that maybe the money does not have to be returned. And the Swara is going to be, because since everybody knows that Shemitah is... So this is just a way of giving a guy a Matana. Yeah. Right. That's we're going to see that there could be a svara like that. But then lechora, what's the practical difference? Rashi says a gavaldiga difference. What's the practical difference then if the money doesn't go back? Right. The money remains with the seller, even according to Shmuel. Then really, what is, is it just? A, what's the practical difference with saying it's a mechira but it goes back, or it's not a mechira? Anyway, the money stays. At the number two. With the seller. So the Siraji says, I'll tell you the difference, is that one, one difference could be as follows, is that we know there's a Kenyan Agav. Kenyan Agav is, let's say I'm selling you my house property, and, uh, and on the street is parked my car. Now, car is metaltalin, house is karka, two separate types of Kenyanim. However, there is a halakha that with karka... Your king in the karka can also include in it the metaltalin. So therefore, let's say it's a Shemitah year, I'm selling you my car and I'm selling you my house. 
Now, if you hold it's a good mechira, just it returns right away. The, what returns? Only the car returns, but the car is a good sale. But if according to Shmuel, that it's not viewed as a good Kenyan, if it's not viewed as a good Kenyan, then the house is that. That's what he says. So even if the money doesn't return, there'll still be a difference between, it's not just a semantics, it's, it's, it's a real difference. Now, what was the thing that Anan was testifying to? He said, I heard Shmuel teach me two halachas. One was the Gavad Adin of selling an Evet Chutzaret. The other one was selling a piece of property on the Shemitah, which is the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. But what Shmuel said was like this. He said, this uh, is Rav Anan saying, what Rav Anan said, said like this, Bechada Hadrizvina, Bechada Lo Hadrizvina. In one of the cases, Shmuel said, the money has to be returned. And in one of the cases, Shmuel said, the money does not get returned. And the problem is, I don't remember which case applies to which. So let's see if we can figure out through deduction or through any other way, which case does the money get returned and which case the money does not get returned according to whose shita? Shmuel. Very good. Below Yadana says, Ravana, I didn't know, Haimenayu, which case is which? So I'm Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef said, "Next, Let's take a look. Let's see, figure it ourselves." Since we have the following brisa, Rabbi Yosef had this brisa in him. So the one is going to say in a moment, Rabbi Anan did not have the brisa, but Rabbi Yosef had the following brisa. And what did the brisa say? Right, like our Mishnah said, the Eved goes free. But Sarah gets Shechror, and I need to get Shechror. But the bri- our mission never said who writes to get Shechror. The bride says who writes to get Shechror. Right? So the Sarah gets Shechror, Mirabo Sheni. Says Rabbi Yosef, the fact that you're forcing the second master, the Iran in Chutzvah to write it implies that what? That it was a good Mechira. So if it's a good Mechira, then it must be that in that case, the money is not returned. You only return the money if it's not a good sale. But if it's a good sale, the money is returned. What's the riot to good sale? Because who has the right to get Shikhar? Rabosheni. So there, Bashmami, no, Kanye Rabosheni, below Hadrizvini. In that case, the money doesn't go back. Now, Lachora, if that case, the bride says, is clear, there's no machlokas, the money doesn't go in that case, so then what must be the case when Shmuel said the money does go back? That, um, can't be the case of the Eved, must be the case of Shemitah. The case of Shemitah. Bechi Amar Shmuel, Hasam, Eina Mechurah. And when Shmuel said it's Eina Mechurah, it must be going over there on the second case, on the second ruling, in the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel, right? Umaos Chosrim, that in that case, that not only is it not a Mechira, but it's not a Mechira, the money doesn't go back. Now, the world wants to know, this analysis of Rabbi Yosef seems to be pretty partial. So why didn't Ravana do, <coughs> do that? So it says more Ravanan Brisalishmiele. Ravana never had the Messiah of that second bright. It means all Ravanan had is the Mishnah. The Mishnah just says that you force the uh, the Adon to write a get shikhr. But it wasn't clear from our Mishnah is that Adon Rishon or is it Adon Shani? So therefore you need the Brisa to be able to make the analysis of Rabbi Yosef. For Egg the Gemara like this, fine. Even if we never had 
Even if you tell me that Rav Anan did not have the Brisa, which means you're not sure on our Mishnah, does it mean who writes the Get Shechur, Adam Rishon, Hashem, but from Shmuel himself, why couldn't you bring the Raya? Because the Chorah Shmuel said that if you sell a piece of property on Shemitah, it's not a sale at all. The Chorah means it's a Mechach Tos, but the Mechach Tos, doesn't that automatically mean that what? That the money should go back. So why couldn't Ravana have figured it anyway from just the second ruling that Shmuel says it's not a good sale, that the money goes back? So I, what about focusing on Shmuel, right? Uh, uh, right? Why couldn't you bring a Raya? So I'll tell you. Because you cannot prove the fact that he said automatically means the Ma'as Now, why wouldn't you have thought that automatically? That's what I would have thought. If you tell me it's a Mecca of Toast, then the money goes back. But why would you have made a mistake, perhaps, and, and Shmuel would hold that the money wouldn't go back? Because, because maybe what it means, that it's Eina Mechura, that means it's not a good sale, but the Ma'as, but the money should be viewed as a Matana, and that's why it doesn't go back. Matana Ninu. Now, where would you see that Shmuel says anything like that? Very interesting, Machlokas Rav and Shmuel, in Masechah's Kedushin. A person does Kedushin to his sister. Now, obviously, Makadosh is Achoso, for sure it's Eina Mechudashis. What happens with that money? Rav says, Eina money goes back. Shmuel says, everybody knows you can't be Makadosh, your sister. Obviously, what was this person Makana. trying to do? Sure. Trying to give her a gift. Memele, you might have thought, just as that's what Shmuel holds by the case of Kedushin, Betoos, in that scenario, maybe the case, the case of Shemitah, Kamash Malan, that that is a Svara that Shmuel only applies by Achoso, where there we say that's obviously what his intent was, but doesn't mean everybody knows that Allah by Shemitah means that the sale doesn't automatically go through, and therefore it, may, it is a Mechachos, and the money would go back in that particular case. How, that, how do you compare those cases? Because in both you cases, you're assuming... No, you everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows you can't make a sister. You would have thought everybody knows you can't sell a land on Shemitah. That's why you're... No, everybody... Well, so if I know I can't do it, then why am I doing it? Uh-huh. Right. Let's go. It's also an opinion that like, when you want to do a sale that doesn't work to begin with, that the money never leaves you because in all these examples the money leaves. Well, if it's a matana, it's a, if you hold it's a matana, it leaves you. The question is, what's, <laughs> the, what's the intention? Is there an ansari? The guy mentioned it matana. So in, Shmuel holds, Rav says no. Rav holds like you. Let the money goes back. But, but uh, no, not always. You have to know for sure that he means to be a matana. Rav says you can't assume that the money goes back. Shmuel says by the case of Yudushin, you can assume that you can't assume by the case of... Shmuel says like this. So therefore... So is the same thing by the money goes back. All right, no, anyway. So point is, you might have thought Shmuel held the same thing over here. Kamash Malan, no. In this case, Shmuel holds the money goes back. Which is the case that the money doesn't go back? That's the case of the Evid, which right away prompts a buyer to ask Rabbi Yosef. He says, I don't understand. Both guys are doing something wrong. The guy who's trying to sell from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzla Oretz, he's doing something wrong. The guy who's buying a Kevet from Eretz Yisrael, and he is holding him now in Chutzla, he's also doing something wrong. Yet we see that the burden of Knas 
The penalty is on the second guy. Why are we burdening the second guy any more than the first guy? The first guy gets his money. Shalom al Yisrael. Right, what do Tomorrow says, Amalei Abay Rabbi my chazir to Kantina Lokeach. Why are you penalizing the, pur- the, the buyer, the purchaser? Why don't you penalize the, 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 the seller? So Amalei, so he answered it as a classic Talmudic style. He says, Lav Akbaraganav Elachuraganav. He says that it's not the it's not the, the, the mouse that that steals, it's the hole that allows him to steal two. If, he had, if a mouse didn't have the hole to go and take the cheese, then he wouldn't be able to steal the cheese. So it's the hole that is causing the theft to happen. Which means over here it means that if the seller would not have had the buyer, he would have been able to sell him. Wait a second. You could argue, you could argue the exact same thing. Right. The opposite. Amalei ilab akbaro. If it wasn't for the mouse, then chura minale. Then how would there have been a hole? Means what the the, the hole would have served no function if it wasn't for the mouse. You can't blame the theft more on the hole than the mouse because without the mouse, there is no theft. So basically, let's talk about our terms. That without the seller. You can say, there wouldn't have been a buyer, right? There's always the big Shiloh, who do you feel on this more? The guy is buying the drugs, the guy is selling the drugs, right? Right. So it might like this. So says the Gemara. So you're, you're right. So the Gemara says, you're right. Technically, you could put blame on either one, either one technically. Right. right? It's interesting. Is it, the ha- is it the mouse or is it the hole? Either one, you could put the hole. You could put the blame. However, let's think about where is the constant Avera happening? Right now, what's the Avera? He's going to Rashi. He's, he's left Eretz Yisrael. He's not able to perform the agricultural mitzvahs, even though he's by a Jew. So we're not worried about Shabbos and Yontif like we had by a Goy. But Lamaisa, right now, is the Avera happening in the house of the seller or is the Avera happening in the house of the buyer? So where the Avera is happening, Chachamim Sor fit, that's where you put the Knast. Because that'll undo the, the, the Avera. Let's go. Tomorrow it's like this. That means you, 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 hit the, you hit the person where the Avera is happening. Doesn't matter. I'm not looking for blame. I'm looking to correct. So if you want to correct the situation, make the knas happen where the Avera is taking place. So Mora says as follows. So Mora says, Mustavra hecha the ikei surah hasam kansinon. Where the isur is, that that. It's not being punitive, but it's how can we? That way, I undo the, the problem. Correct. Right. 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 Yeah. All right. Hahu avdo the arek mechutz So we had a situation of like, let's get the case in play. You had the Evid was living in chutz Oretz. The Adon owned him in chutz Oretz. Doesn't it's not a case where he was originally near to He was living in chutz Oretz. He purchased him in chutz Oretz, but this Evid escaped, and where did he run to? Right. Always run to Eretz Yisrael, right? And something going on. Guy runs to Eretz Yisrael. The guy ran to Eretz Yisrael, right? Also, Mare Abbasre, this owner wasn't giving up. Whenever it is a is a is a neches, is, is worth money, so he runs after him, catches the next alal, and he joins him in Eretz Yisrael. Now the Eved is hiding behind Basin, all right? And the Adon says, "I want my Eved back." And what is the base thing to do? What is the, the local Orthodox rabbi? What is he supposed to do here? So Azal Mare Abbasis, he ran after him. Azal made Rav Ami. So they came to Rav Ami. Rav Ami was one of the Dayonim, great Dayonim, Rav Ami, Rav Asi. They were uh, Dayonim in Eretz Yisrael. 
So Amar Lei, so Rav Ami said, the best I can do for you is as follows. Nechtav loch shtara admei, I will going to force the Ebed to write you an IOU. I mean, right now the Ebed doesn't have anything, right? Because he hasn't been able to earn anything of his own. I will force the Ebed to write an IOU, garnish his wagers, whatever, wages, whatever it is, that he should pay you back his full worth. And in return, what are you going to do for him? You're going to write the star shikra, let him free, he'll start working, you'll get the money of the value of the Evan. Why is this the best I can do for you? Because Eloi, because if you don't agree to these terms, I'm, I cannot force him to chutzah, we're going to see him on. I cannot force him to go back. I am going to have to take him away from you. Now, we're showing him speak out over here, that it's one thing to say we cannot force the Eved to go back to Kutzlaris, but but why should we say that you can take him away from the master? So what I think the Rajbo, some of this Rishon to speak out over here, it doesn't mean that literally I'm going to force him to get away from you, but just think of the alternatives. If you don't get an IOU, an IOU, let's say the Eved is worth $10,000. He'll give you a $10,000 IOU. Will he pay it back? Not pay it back. You're taking a chance. At the end of the day, you let him go. He starts working. Technically, we'll try and force the fact that he pays you back the $10,000. But let's speak it out. Let's say you don't let the Evid go, meaning that you still own the Evid. You want to go back to Chutzlar. The only option you have right now is to do what? Be in Eretz Yisrael. Well, no, I don't want to be in Eretz Yisrael. And everyone knows I want to go. I, everyone knows my home is back there. My wife and kids are back there. So therefore, what do I have to do? I'm going to have to sell the Evid to somebody else. Now, the problem is, it's called a firehouse sale. If everybody knows so you don't have, I have to go back. What happens to the value of the necklace? It's going to be much, much lower. So that's your alternative. Either get an IOU for the full value, or I'm going to force him away from you. You're going to, the only choice you're going to have, you're going to end up losing, you know, 60 cents to the dollar over here. So therefore, the best, your best scenario is what? Get an IOU and free him, and that will be the best scenario. That's how the that's how the before we start to speak this out. Now, why can't I force him to go back to Chutzlor? So it's not the same case as before, where you sold the Eved from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlor. The Eved here was originally in Eretz Yisrael, ran. And of course, it wasn't Chutzlar, land to Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, where do we see that you cannot force the Eved to, to leave Eretz Yisrael? Based on the teaching of Achi, the son of Rabbi Yashia, not Yeshua. Rabbi Achi, the son of Rabbi Yashia. What did Rabbi Achi, the son of Rabbi Yashia say? The son, we learned in a Brisa. Now we're going to have two or three explanations of the following Pasuk. But one thing is clear, the Pasuk doesn't mean what it literally seems to be implying. You can have it different ways. But Pasuk says like this. It says, when you come into Eretz Yisrael, you have to get rid of who? The Zion, the Teishvei Aret, the seven nations of Canaan that are living there, you have to get rid of, and uh, you get, send them a letter, they have to run away, uh, otherwise you have to kill them. Now it says, they cannot live in the land. Why can't they live with you in the land? Kumbaya, let's all just live together. Why can't we? Doesn't work that way. Because they are so steeped and immersed in perversions that what's going to end up happening when you move there, you're going to be sinning to me as well. Therefore, they have to leave. Now, ask the Brysa. 
What if you have an Oivet Kuchavim that already accepted himself, himself? Some say like a Gertoshev, others say it's not exactly Gertoshev, but he's refuted, he's repudiated, he's Avodah Does he also, what? Does he also have not have a choice and have to leave? So like this. So therefore, Yochos, you might think that includes that was the Tamad Lomar. That's why the next pasuk says like this. This is um, is it the next pasuk? Let me just see where the pesukim I brought down over here. No, no, it's not actually. It's not the next pasuk. The first one's in, in, in Shmuel. This is in Vorim. The pasuk says like this. Now look at the whole pasuk. The simplest shot of the pasuk is Losaskir Evan El Adonav. So the simple shot seems to be that if an Eved runs away from his, his master, you are not allowed to give the Eved back to his master. That's the simplest reading. However, Chazal did not understand it that way. Chazal said there's a drosha to be made. Now the first way we're going to read the drosha is like this. What's the first way we want to read the drosha is as follows. That what it's talking about is, let me, let me just show you the, uh, the, uh, the metaphors that are being used here. The way it's read is as follows. Lo sazgir eved al-adonav. It's talking about, it's talking about an eved Do not return the eved to his, uh, uh, to his master. Means like this, that an eved that has left his avodah zorah, right? You don't have to kick him back out of Eretz Canaan. He can stay in Eretz Canaan if he left Adonav, the Adonav refers to the, the Avodah Zorah. That's what it's referring to. So therefore, don't kick him out and send him away back to his Avodah Zorah if what? If he's left his Avodah Zorah, which therefore would be a, a heter to hold on to the Toshve Kanan that when you come in, if they repudiated, if they gave up on the Avodah Zorah. Okay? So it's got nothing to do with Avodim. It's really dealing with the Avada refers to Avda Avada Zara. That's what it's referring to. So Mara says like this. That's the first attempt at trying to explain the positive. So what it means is, and we'll see why we don't like it, but it says as follows. So, uh, uh, so, so uh, Rabbi Yashia, or the, 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 the author of this Brisa, wanted to say that's what it means. So it says like this. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The, the Brisa says. Uh, the Tanakam, whoever it is. So it says like this, That means if he separated himself, he ran away to you from his master, that's what it's referring to. So, so what should you do? The next part of the Buzzard. You can allow him to stay with you in your midst. Nothing to do with Avodim. Now, the Kashalel Rabbi Yosha, Yosha, when he saw this drosha, he had a very difficult problem with it. What was his difficult? Now, the girsa we're going to go with, it's the girsa of the Masoros Shas. He says like this, then why are we playing games? Why are we calling it Eved, Adonav, right, which seems to be talking about a situation of an Eved. Do you want to make it clear that it's talking about somebody that's repudiating Avodah Don't call it Adonav, call it Elohav. If you would have just switched out the word Adon and put Aloha, then there's no question about what the Pasuk means. So why are you making it a confusing... Why did the Torah write in a confusing manner? So when it says like this, the Haim Im Adonav, the Girsa of this Yetzir Chesh, not Me'im Aviv. The Girsa should say Me'im Elohav 
is what it should say. Therefore, says Rabbi Yoshia, that can't be shot in the Psukim. So what is the shot in the Pasuk again? What's the Pasuk referring to? So El Am Rabbi Yoshia. It's talking about an Evid. It says Evid, but it's talking about Bemokhar Abdullah It's actually the Takana, the Knath. This is like an Asmachta to the Knath, to the Takana that we talked about. That what's the Aloha? That if a person sells his Evid from Eretz Yisrael to Chutz Oretz, right? What do we do? We cancel. We nullify that sale or we, 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 we force the person, right? Uh, to, uh, uh, to, to, to let that ever go, we don't allow the sale to take place. Now, let's see how you read that into the verse. But that's what it's referring to. That's what the Pasuk is referring to. What's that? Look in the Messiah of Look at right. the number there and look on top. All right. Now, so says like this. So says the Gemara, so therefore, what is it referring to, says Rabbi Yashia? He says that it's referring to uh, now, we're going to have a difficulty with fitting that into the words, but now how would that fit into the words? So the way that we'd have to say is as follows. Is Losar's Gir Eved El Adonav do not uh, allow the Eved to remain what we're saying Losar's Gir means don't allow him to remain with Adonav is who? That's referring to the owner of the Eved in Chutz Aretz when what? When Ashe not so, when he separates himself, when you caused him to be separated from where? From his master. Which which master? The one in Chutzaritz. Uh, no, no. What? Again, do not allow him to remain with his Adon in Chutzaritz when he becomes separated from his master. Where? He's separated from his master in Chutzlaretz, but that's his master. In Eretz Yisroel. In Eretz Yisroel. We're talking about oh, a person that sold him from Eretz Yisroel to Chutzlaretz. So the passage that has to be saying is that we don't separate him from his Jewish community in Eretz Yisroel. So don't allow him to remain by the one in Chutzlaretz if he becomes separated from his community. That's, what, that's the way that Rabbi Yoshia is trying to explain this. He says, but then the wording of the Pasuk is not written correctly. Because in the way the Pasuk should be written, it says like this, Lo sazgir eved, again, he says, Lo sazgir eved, el adonav, don't allow him to remain with his adonav in echutz v'aretz, asher yinatzel when elecho. Now, asher yinatzel elecho implies when he runs to you. But you just say, asher yinatzel mimcho, when he becomes separated from you, not to you. That's the problem with this reading of the Pasuk. So Moira says like this. So Moira says, that doesn't work. So it means, Rab Yashia, so, the Kasha lay Rab Achi, Rab Yashia. Rab Achi, the son, Rab Achai, the son of Rab Yashia said, that second part of the Pasuk, the way you're learning it, that when he comes separated, to say to you, it should be separated from you. From you. So I don't like that shot. Now the third way, which is the way Rab Yashia is going to be saying, is what we wanted to say, going back to our story, why they could not let this guy who came to get the Eved take him back, back to, to Chutz Laaretz. What we're talking about over here, not being sold to Chutz Laaretz. It was an Eved that was living in Chutz Laaretz and he ran to Eretz Yisrael. That's a Chutz Laaretz. Now it fits my bed into the person. It means like this. 
is that the Pazak saying, Losazgir Eveladonov, an Ever that ran away from his master in Chutzlaoret, right? He says, Asheh Yanatalech, when he comes to you for refuge in Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to return. That's what we see that, that's what the Pazak is talking about. That's not an Ever giving you, you're allowed to give an Ever back to a master, but you're not allowed to give an Ever that ran away from Chutzlaoret. To Israel, therefore, we can't give him back to you. The most you can get, we'll get your dollar to dollar, is if you get him to ride an IOU. That's the case. Tanya Idah. Now we're going to have a second. This was the Rabbi Yosher, Rabbi That's the way he understood the pasuk. Now we're going to say Rebbe has a whole different understanding of the pasuk. Tanya Idah. What's shot in the pasuk? So Rebbe says, you know what? This talking about a different case. What, Rashi says Rebbe holds like Rav Meir that holds other Machne Davashabala Olam that you can make an you can make a, uh, a, a a transaction on an entity that does not yet exist. And the case is going to be like this. What happens if Ruvain has an Evid? Shimon goes to Ruvain and he says, You know what? I'm going to buy the Evid from you and immediately upon acquisition he will go free. It means I'm going to let the Evid go free immediately upon acquisition. Right? Now, I don't own the Evid right now. So I'm trying to create a transaction which is Shikhrur on something that what? That doesn't exist. I don't yet own. Right? So we're going to see like this. And he says, that's what the Apostle is referring to. It's about that Shimon is buying an Evid with the condition that what? That is going to free him. Hey, Damian, what would be the case? So I'm Rav Nachbar Yitzchak. The cost of lei hachi leishekachechacha. When I purchase you, you are going to be sold to yourself. And when from me'achsha from now. Now Rashi points out it's a davar shalom ba'olam, but it's going. Rabbi holds like Rav Meir that Adam Makno Adam Kona davar shalom ba'olam. All right, now, how does that fit in the Pesach? I mean, the Pesach is basically saying, You cannot return this Eved to this master. If the master has written such a condition, then he doesn't go back to the master. As soon as he leaves the first master, He's out. he goes free and he does not get returned to the second master. That's how you have to squeeze that into the Sukkim. All right. I just don't know what's not I, I, how can I be a shikhar on an Ever I don't own? I'm making a shikhar on Ever I don't own. I'm not yet. Not yet. I don't have the guy owed him, I can let him go. How can I let go of someone I don't own? That's Abshalom Ba'olam. So what's it like this? Rab Chista, Rab Chista was a, a slave owner. Arak le'avda le'beikutoi. So his Ever ran away to the place where the Kusim lived. Now the Kusim, we're going to go, go with the sheets here that they were not Full gay, they were not Gairim, or not Gairim Emes, okay, they consider like Goyim, okay? So now he ran away, so he said to them, he said to them, is that, I want you to send my Eved back to me, my Eved, okay, send him back. So Shalakhulay, I, the positive says, Now we know that the Kusim didn't believe in the Drashas Chachamim. They took things like, literally, like the, the, the so it says, the positive says what? Let us give Evelah and therefore what? We're not allowed to give him back to you. Let's give the parentheses. So Shalakhulahu, so he said to them, yeah, but that's not shot in the Pasuk. What's shot in the Pasuk? Ha'hu be'evet she'barach me'chutzlar, so 
like we said, Rabbi Yoshia's explanation. That's talking about that when the Rabbi Yoshia. That that's only if he was running away from Kutzlar and so on. That's not the case over here. The case over here is it's not a case that we ran from Eretz Yisrael to Kutzlar, and therefore you should give it back to me. So now the Murder just wants to know, we had two ways of learning the Pasuk. One was Rav Achav Rav Yoshia. The other one, the way Rebbe learned that it's talking about that he made a Tanai, and when I purchase you, you'll go free. So why did he choose to explain it to the Kusim? The, the way Rav Achav Rav Yoshia, and not the way Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the way Rebbe explained it. So Ma'ashon Tashalach Luhuk Rav Achav Rav Yoshia, where it says, because that one fits more the Pshat in the Pasuk. Mishum Demashma Luhuk Kroi, it fits better into the words of the Psukim than to say, there's a Tanai, that's not written anything. That would be more Makabalit, right. Now, Mora brings down like this, Abaya Irkish Lechamra, Abaya lost the donkey. Kusoy, and it was by also by the Kusim. So Shalach Luhu Shadli, they said to him, "That's my my donkey's been lost about you. Find any donkeys lately? I want my donkey back." So Shalach Lehi Shalach Simona. So he said, "We did find a donkey, but you need to send a simon to show that it's yours." So Shalach Luhu Kevarta Krese. He says that it has a white underbelly. It's got a white belly. So Shalach Lelei, he loved the Nachmaniyad. If it's not that you were the great Abaya, so then Lo Hava Mishad Lelei we wouldn't give it back to you. Why? Adukula Chamri, love Kriso Chevarninu. All donkeys have white bellies, and therefore that's not really a good simon. And therefore, who says that it really is yours? But since you are Abaya, so then we're going to give it back to you. Let's see the next mission. What are the brackets that we just give? Which brackets? Oh, I have brackets here. Shalach Lu. Huh? That's what you. No. I, I don't know what brackets you're talking about. No, parentheses. Parentheses, you always skip. You always skip parentheses. Round, you skip. Uh, square, you add in. That's the rule. Yeah. Anyway. Now. You can read it through. I mean, it doesn't. They, they're just so different, was, different versions. So, yeah. what was this whole thing? Was there a, like, so Rav Chisda didn't have to. So the proof was that he didn't have to return. I mean, his slave didn't get back, sent back to him. We don't know right. what happened at the end. If it were oh. or not. Anyway, let's go on. Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah has tremendous halachic implications. There was a sefer. I think it was called Emekabacha by a fellow very chashav Rav who lived in the. In, I think it was in the uh, one of the ghettos, maybe it was the Warsaw ghetto, and we're living like literally, and maybe he, he went into Auschwitz, and he wrote a safer Shilas that he's being asked in uh, in it's called Amica Baba Rabbi Ashri. His name was Rabbi Ashri, and he has Shilas, and some of these Shilas come up. The Nazis Yamachshamam had a rule that if you one of the family members run away or escape. They like take ten of the family and kill them. Like Charles, am I allowed to escape knowing it's going to have negative implications? So a lot of the Shilas are or, or dealing with terrorists even today, like in terms of re- release and, and ransoming. These are all practical Shilas that uh, that that come up here. It's all daily commission. Ain't poisonous as and yes, okay, they mayhem. That when you ransom. Uh, hostages or captives, you're not allowed to pay more than the actual market value is. Mipnei tikuna olam. Because of a tikkun olam. Now the Gemara is going to give two options what the tikkun olam possibly could be. We'll see in a moment. And what's Next. the value? There's a marketplace. Whatever slaves are worth. There, there was a slave the value. The aim of Now, you're not allowed to help hostages escape. 
Mibnei Tikkun Olam, also because of Tikkun Olam, Rav Shimon Gamliel Omer Mibnei Takana Seshvuyim, because of a Takana for the actual people that are still being captive. So we're going to see, just let me explain this one outside, because it means like this, why can't you help a captive escape? So one opinion is, is because I'm worried about the future. Because I'm worried that if you are able to escape in the future when they catch more captives, they're going to be much more restrictive Protecting them. and that's going to cause greater harm to the captives for the future. The other opinion is that I'm not worried about what's going to happen in the future. I'm worried about what about they take it out on the people on the eye? So therefore, that's a question. Either way, but it's interesting, it says over here, and I, I haven't gone through this in depth, but I was medayic, it says you're not allowed to help them escape. It doesn't put that burden, because that you have to take it, you know, you come first. But for me to help one person who's going to end up hurting, maybe that I don't have a right to do. But him himself, you see that that's not referring to you, it's you helping, right? I'm just medayika, I'm not sure that's halacha, but I'm just saying it's medayika. Something like interview would be the question, no, feeding the hostages from a well, that, I mean, that actually happened. Dora Block was in hospital. They ended up executing her. Yeah. Right. And what's yeah. helping? So this isn't, this isn't Avadim. We're talking about Shvuyim. The, 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 the second case was Shvuyim. The first one... The yeah, Shvuyim. We're talking about Shvuyim. It's going back. It's continuing with Takanas Olam. Takana. We're talking so about Takana. It's just Israel. Yeah. So now, let's see. Iboy Lahu. Olam. What does it mean? Let's go to the first ruling again. The first ruling was that you're not allowed to be poda captives. Captives, kidnapped, you're not allowed to give more than, than they're worth because of Tikkun Olam. Now what does it mean? It means one of two things. Does it mean, you're not allowed to put that kind of communal pressure. Remember, you're generating the money from the community. The most you can ask the community to come up with is the real value. But to make it ten times what the person's worth, the community is not obligated to put that kind of pressure on them. That's one shot. The second shot would be is that the Evan, if, 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 I mean, if the, uh, if the, if the kidnapper sees, oh, you know what, I can get, the community is going to, uh, or, or people will pay me a hundred times, I'm, it's called, it entices him to go ahead and kid more. So they're going, what's the Tikkun Olam? Is the Tikkun Olam, you can't put that community pressure, or we're afraid what it's going to do in the future. Now, the Chayra, Mora's going to ask, he said, uh, 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 what's going to be the Nafkamina? What's the nafkamina? The nafkamina is what about a family member wants to pay? If it's a family member wants to pay, but nothing to do with communal pressure, I'm not asking you to do anything, but I want to pay for my own family member, Rahman Etzlan, I can pay a hundred times. But if the problem is that this is going to cause them now to be enticed to continue and doing more kidnapping, then we wouldn't even let the family member pay. That's the shadow of what the Tikkun Olam is. Tashima, come and listen. Whether the Levi Bardargo, Levi Bardargo, Parka Lebarte, his daughter, he, uh, he ransomed, but lays the Alpha Dinah Now, 13,000 gold dinarim was a huge, exorbitant amount, way, way more than the market values. The one who wants to bring a riot from this, that what? That must be, it's only because of Dukkha de Tsiburo, and it's not because of a Takana that you're going to entice them to do more. Kidnapping. So I'm Rabbi Oman Lema de Berotz and Chachamim Abba. That's not a riot. Who says that he asked the Shiloh? 
<laughs> Maybe he didn't do this Barat and Chachamim to bring a raya. I guess he wasn't a huge Talmud Chacham, but if he can't bring me a raya from that person, Maybe do without the will of the Chachamim. Let's go back to it. So there, the second half was you're not allowed to help Shvuyim escape. All right. So the first is because of Tikkun Olam. So my benayu. What's the difference between them? The first opinion holds is that it's a tikkun olam is because we're afraid that they might end up making things more restrictive and hurting future people that they capture. The second opinion held it's not a problem about future people. So what's the nafkamina? What happens? Only one captive. So if it's only one captive, can I help get him escape? So if you hold the problem is what the person is going to do in the future, that's still a problem. But if your problem is they're going to take it out on the people that are left, then what? No problem. Do not say the Rav Nachman, the daughters of Rav Nachman, they're going down a strange story here. Bachshan Kidra Biyadayu, that he's boiling hot cauldrons of food, and they didn't use ladles. They would roll up their sleeves, put their hand in, and give a give a stir, and they did that, and they didn't get burnt. So Kajale Rab Elish, Rab Elish saw this, and he said, I, I, don't, "I don't, I don't, understand what's going on over here." He says, "Tziv Pesach says like this: Swear my Melech, I believe." It says in Kahelis, Adam Echad Me'elach Matzasi, that to find one person is a complete tzaddik without a veira, maybe one in a thousand. You're going to find. That's interesting. Not very PC Gemara. But he said, Ish. Means by a man, you can find one in a thousand. By an Isha, you're not even going to find that. And over here, you've got these women, these daughters of Malcolm. If they're able to do this without getting burnt, so they, can. they must be Tadkanios. These must be Nashim. How else does that happen? Someone And the woman among all of them, that's actually Shlomo Melch himself said it, he had his own problem with women. But he said, the Isha, he says, I didn't find even one. One, one in a thousand men, Shlomo Melch says, the smartest, I didn't find one, right? Someone said, I said, what Elish said, what about Bnasidirab? How does Shlomo Melch deal with that? What about Bnasidirab Nachman? So therefore, this, Shaila that he raised caused, I was an Ein horror, or to clarify the situation, that Garma Lahud has caused their mills to the following thing to happen. This thing occurred. They got captured, the daughters got captured, and he, Rab Elish, got captured with them. Now, the daughters of Amnachman and Rab Elish, the one who questioned, how could they be Satkani, as the says, you don't find, well, yeah, yeah, you got all the daughters, right? So Moses is like this. Yomachad, one day they're in captivity. Have a Yosef Gabeya who governed the Have a Yodav Elisha Tzipuri. There, so Rav Elish is standing there, and he's got a guy next to him that happens to know bird language. You know, the you know the the, the, the the language of girls. I mean, of, 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 of birds. Asa Urva, Asa Urva, a crow came, a crow came by. The Kokari Lane was calling out to Rav Elish. Now, Rav Elish didn't know what the crow was saying. So they were, so Amar Lay, Micah Amar. So he asked the, the bird man. He says, what is the crow saying? So Amar Lay, Elish Barach, Elish Barach. He's telling you that now the ace, uh, Shasa Kosher, you should run away. So Amar, Urva Shikrahu. Crows don't tell the truth. I can't rely on the truth. Maybe setting me up that I should be caught and killed. The Lord said, I can't rely on it. And Hachi, in the meantime, Osayona, a pigeon, a dove, 
A dove came by. The first one says raven. Right. No? What? The first one says raven. The first one was an order, crow, yes. The second one is a yon. Yes. Yes. Same thing? Yeah. This is the one that's bigger right. than the other one. Smoyza is like this. Asa yona, and the yona came and started uh, started calling to him. Samle Maka Amra. So he says, what's the yona saying? Samle Elish Baruch, Elish Baruch. So he says, Amar, Knesset Israel, the yona matilo. Knesset Israel is compared to a yona. And if a yona is telling me this, I can take it as... True, and therefore, a nace is going to happen, I should be able to get away. So, I'm a Ezil, Achze, Benosei, the Rav Nachman. I don't want to leave the daughters of Rav Nachman behind. So, let me see. If they've remained, retained their emuna, they've retained their religiosity, their righteousness, then I'll take them with. But if not, I'm not going to bother. So therefore, I'm going to take them back with me. So Amar, she said like this, Nashi, women, to see what, you know, we want to know what a woman really is talking about, what she thinks, you listen outside the bathroom. Because women in the bathroom, that's where they relieve, uh, they, they, they reveal to each other all their secrets, right? Well, they always go in pairs, right? And they always talk to each other. They're so she says, Nashi, They reveal to one another, they tell to one another in the Beisakise. So Shma'inu, the Ka'amran, and I so say, he went to listen by the Beisakise, and he heard the daughters talking about, those of Nachman talking about themselves. He said, Adi Gubrin, he says, here we have husbands. In our day, back in our day, we had hu- husbands. And therefore, we like these husbands better than the husbands that we had in our day. So, we should, should tell our captives, to, uh, our captors, to take us far away from here. Because we don't want the communities that are closed to hear that we're captured. Then they're going to come and redeem us and take us back to our original husbands. We want to stay with these new husbands. So he saw that these women have given in to the captors, and therefore he did not feel an achrayus to, to take them along with them when he escapes. So come, Arak. So he got up and he ran away, and asa iu vahu gavra ledidei. I'm sorry, vahu gavra. So he went, and with him also went the Birdman, right? So, a miracle happened for him. That he was able to jump onto the ferry that was crossing the river, and he was able to catch it, right? So therefore, he would cross the river and he was saved. That person, that the they caught him, the captors caught him, and they, they executed him, all right? Now, the point of yeah, that's why I miss Medayik, by the way. Lechara, what about the t- according to Shita, you're not allowed to leave people yeah. behind. So either they felt because they're already tight with the captors, nothing bad's going to happen to them, or that's not an obligation on the guy escaping. It's only you're not allowed to help right. somebody escape. That's right. Anyway, someone says, Kihadron, when he came back, Kihadron Vaasan, when we came back to, uh, to uh, the... Uh, to, to, to the place where they had, he had run away from, he says, Amar It's clear to me now that the fact that we're able to put their hands into the cauldron and mix without a ladle is not a sign that they had sitkus, because if they were so pure of sin, then they wouldn't have given in to their captors. It must be they were only doing it through 
Shofim through some type of witchcraft. And these are Rav Nachman's daughters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then let's go on. So the Mishnah. Also, a very interesting thing. This happened to us on our 12th grade trip. Is that 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 we our, our van was broken into in Williamsburg? We went to bake matzahs. They stole all-out filling. Wow. Yeah. And some guy, I'm not casting aspersions, but someone who looked like a Haligayid came over. And said, I know how to get you back your tefillin. Give this amount of money. And all of a sudden, the tefillin appeared. We got our tefillin back. But anyway, the shaila is that are you allowed to ransom back from Oibdekechavim? And how much are you allowed to pay back? Because we have the same problems that are going to occur. Right? Is that if you pay a huge premium, then you're encouraging them. Right. I know I had my talus and tefillin stolen from here. Stolen? Yeah, right. Somebody walked in, a homeless guy walked in, brand new talus and tefillin. I come here, I don't find it. And right outside here, you know where the, the, the bushes are? I find my, talus, my tefillin okay. bag open with the tefillin all out. The talus is missing. So it's probably in some homeless encampment in the city right now is my right. brand new talus. But my tefillin... Listen, to him was meaningless with no value but if he knows that he can get that filling would be history right so therefore so therefore that's the issue over here yes, so what is it like this the Mordor says like this the Mishnah like in Svarim that you do not you don't purchase Svarim filling you're not allowed to purchase Svarim filling or Mezuzah so even when you're buying, not necessarily the guy stole it, it's not a front or a, but when you buy from Nebuchadnezzar, you have to pay for what it is worth. Don't pay more than it is worth. Why? We play Tikkuna Olam. Now the Tikkuna Olam over here is either because, again, the, the community might feel it's a responsibility, I say for Torah, by an Ovid Gechon, we have to get it away. But you've got to make sure that you don't create, this becomes now a business for him, so only at its value. Could be that's one shot. The other shot would be is that the reason you don't do it is that you don't, uh, no, no, so one shot is, not, is, I'm sorry, that you don't want to put on the community more than, 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 than what you require. The other shot is don't entice him to go ahead and do more. Okay. So either of those two shots him apply. The Amalei Rav Budya Rav Ashi. He said like this, if you read the Mishnah correctly, it's mashma, you're not allowed to purchase the Sefer Torah or the Tefillin. You're not allowed to purchase them for more than the actual value. But at value, you can take it back. Right? Now the implication, he understood, you can take it back, means you can use it. Now how do you know? Maybe the guy wrote it. Now we're going to have a machlokas later on that if a guy writes a Sefer Torah, writes a pair of tefillin, can I use it or not? That could be a machlokas. So the Chorah, this implies from our Mishnah that you're allowed to use a Sefer Torah written by a guy because at value, it says that you can purchase. Like what I'm saying, purchase means for use. So what is it like this? So the Chorah, I'm a little bit Yes, I'll make a day to mayim. Who the ain loichin? Habach day to mayim. But at value, loichin. So Shmami now Sefer Torah Shemim Sabi Yadet Yechavim Koyrim Bo Yolada Use It. Moses says that's not a raya. Maybe it's still. If you don't know, the fact that the guy has it could be either he wrote it or it could be. A Jew wrote it. So it means that you have to purchase because you can't leave it there. But it doesn't mean you can use it. Maybe you have to put it into Seamus. Because since you don't know. But it doesn't mean, if you know for sure that he wrote it, it could be, you would not for sure not be allowed to use it. Maybe you don't even have to redeem it in such a case. So when it says like this, Dear Malignas, maybe it only means for Seamus. I'm Rav Nachman, Atinon, we have the following tradition. Sefer Torah should cause for Min. Sefer Torah was written by a Min. A Min over here, this means a priest. 
It means like somebody that's mamash aduk, somebody that's written by a priest, your sarf can be burned. Because clearly the shameless that are written in there, the machshava are la'adikachavim. It's not la'adikachavim. It's not written with, with, with the right intent. <laughs> However, if an Ayvah Kuchavim wrote it, it's not necessarily that it was done the shame of Zora, and therefore you cannot burn it. You can't use it because you don't know for sure. So what do you have to do? Yignoiz. Nim Tabiyad Min. Let's say you not that he wrote it. Let's say you found it by him. So you find a Biyad Min, Yignoiz, or Yigonez. Yigonez, you have to still put it to shame. But who said he wrote it? Maybe he got it from a Jew. So here we have like this. There's, there's a double suffix. One, it might have been from a Jew, which is okay. Number two, he might have wrote it and had the right kavana. So therefore, Amalei Yugonet. Some say still has to be Yugonet. Amalei Korimbo. You can actually use it. It's an unbelievable thing. We never thought that you can write it. Korimbo Korimbo. Now, Sefer Torah Shekasu Ovid Gochav. That's Mamadu Shalom we're dealing with over here. So Tani Chada, we have one bride that says you saw it. It was written by an Ovid Gochav and burned. Tanya Edach Yugonet. Put it into Seamus. Tanya Eda, Korimbo, three different prizes saying completely different things. So how can we explain all three prizes? Lord Kasha, like this. Hadas Tanya Yusara, the Shita there holds that an Ovid Kirchovim, not just a min, but an Ovid Kirchovim is it's wrong machshava, and therefore you you gotta burn it. Rabbalah, that's kinda of like the Shiva Liazar. The Amar that holds Stam Machshav is Ovid Kirchovim, Lavar is Kirchovim. Say Stam, not just a min, but even Ovid Kirchovim is Lavar Azara, then you have to burn it. Hadasanya, you're gonna, the second bride that says you're gonna, hi, Tano, it's the following Tano, the time, Tani Rav Amnuna, the Rei de Rova, the Parashunya, Sevatar, Tfilim, Azuzah, Shekosvan, take out the word Min. Moser, Moser is a person that, uh, give, that, that, that goes to the authorities, non-Jewish authorities, and gives up Jews. The Allah is, they got to the guy in the Din of a Goy. A, guy, a Jew that gives up another Jew to the authorities is a Moser, from here we learn, has a Din of a Goy. So therefore, it's written by a Moser, written by an Ovid Gechovim, written by an Evid, written by an Isha, written by a Cotton, right? Or a Kusi, which is considered Ovid Gechovim according to Brisa, or a Yisrael Mummer, that he's like Mamish rebelliously refused to do the mitzvahs, are all considered Psulim. Why are they possible? Because there's a Kshartem Uchasatim, even though it's a Matfilim, the Kalvachem to say for Torah. When it compares to Kshartem, that the, the, the putting on the Tfilin is to Kshartem to writing the Tfilin. Only someone who's Chayv and writing the Tfilin is, is, uh, only someone who's putting Chayv and putting on Tfilin is, 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 can be Yoytze in the way that he wrote it. So this Tana holds that if you're not Chayv in the Mitzvah, you're not, you cannot do the writing either. Even a Kotna and an Isha are no good. So Kosha Yeshnavachira, Yeshnavachsiva. Kosha Enavachira, Enavachsiva. Says the Gemara like this. So that's the second brisa. Preg the Gemara of Ahadatanya Kerubos. What about the third brisa? The third brisa is the Mamish. You can use it. Where it says like this. Hi Tana, who it's going like the third, another Tana. The sign you like him swarim and I do kechavim bechol makom uvachi yuksuvin kil chosam. If they followed all the legal dictates of how you write a sefer Torah, you can Mamish use a sefer Torah written by a guy according to the Shita. He was a cipher. They hit the Rav Shimon Gamliel. We had a short time in Beis Shemesh right now. That the guy who was who was the sofer, and they found out that it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't really Jewish, and it was a anyway whatever. Tomorrow they're They hit the Rav Shimon Gamliel. Look at the man. Rav Shimon Gamliel says you can go ahead and knock yourself out. Cheapest thing on the block. Go buy it. Practically, Mordechai. Rav Shimon Gamliel holds you need ibud lishmon for tefillin. The casing has to be lishmon. Even the casing has to be lishmon. Kava chaimer. The ksav has to be lishmon. How does he allow you to buy from a from a nevi kechavim? 
So therefore, even just one boy, civil is one, the Lloyd boy, but doesn't hold you. Where it says like this, the sign we learned in a brisa, sifon zahav, that if you put on a tefillin, the casing made out of gold, or shetalalem, or behemotmei, or you did it with a non-kosher animal, suloi. Or behemotah, if you did it with a, with a kosher animal, sheiros, avalujalei ibn lishman, tanakamahol, it doesn't have to be done for the sake of tefillin. You can, as long as it's kosher skin, you can do it. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, I'm Rafilo or Behemoth Tahir, even if it's the art of a kosher animal, it's Psulais. Adji Admishman, because you need Ibud Lishman. Suppose as in Kasha, if you need Ibud Lishman, then call the Chaimer, you need the writing Lishman. So I'm Rabbi Shmuel, the Gare, Shakhastar, the Chazar Lusturog. That wasn't a case of regular Eve Gachavim. It was somebody that converted and then went back to doing his old Averis, like his old stuff. That's the case. Let me one second. If you went back to his old stuff, then it's like a Mummer. A Mummer is also considered like a guy. Right? If you hold that you need Lishma, then how do you rely on that for Lishma? Because there's a kosher game to have a min, it's considered like a min, if you chazal a mummer, like a min, like a mummer. So I'm Rabbi Ashi, Shechazal Surmishum Yira. No, he went back not because he really wanted to, he was afraid, punitively, he was afraid. So even though he went back, but the Maise, at heart, he's still a yid and he's still considered to have kavana. And that's why Rashim Gamliel So Taka, you need Lishma, but he held this guy. It's not stamina with Kachavim. It's acting like one, but he wasn't there. Shachazal Surah because of Yira. Therefore, you could rely on him. That was the case over there. Tan Rabban and Malim B'dmei and Akedei Terpoyik. That when even though it says that you have to pay the exact value, you'll have to go a little over a Terpoyik. I think is that how you pronounce it? Tarpoik. A tarpoik more. Vajid, I think it's a chatzizuz or something. That's the amount you'll have to go. My tarpoik, Amram Shesh, is istero. Istero. Ahu tayoso, there was a certain Arab. The icy chayso, that's a certain female Arab. A certain woman Arab, right? The I, I think that's me. The woman, woman. The icy chayso, that's tefillin kamed rabai. She bought a little bag of tefillin. She had found tefillin. And she bought them, figuring Abai is going to pay her for the tefillin. So Amar Allah, he said, you know what? You obviously raised, raised, bitmari. I'll give you dates. A few dates for each set of tefillin. Dates. So she got all upset. I slept all the way here and he's offering me. Bobkis is offering me all that. So, uh, so, uh, Imalia Zira, she became very angry. Shockless in Lubinara. She threw the whole pile of tefillin into the river. And, 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 and the more it says that, Rab, uh, Abaya felt bad. Amar loy baili lezelzimu ba'apokulahai. It's my fault. I shouldn't have been mezalzal. I thought I could have been cheap, but since I cheapened the value of the tefillin, this happened. If I would have given her a decent amount for it, then this would not have happened. Don't have a wonderful shabbos.